Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the AMA Podcast. My name is Matt Ruddick, your host as always. I thank you so much for downloading this week's episode. Coming up today, we're going to be hearing from Tyler Dobbs, AMA's Government Affairs Director. Just this past week, the FAA released information regarding the next step of implementation of the Recreational Knowledge and Safety Test, uh, including the application process for organizations interested in serving as test administrators. Uh, Tyler stopped by for a breaking news edition of AMA Air this past week that we broadcast live on our social media channels, and I'm going to bring that uh, interview to you in its entirety in case you missed out on that. I think it's important for you guys to hear what uh, was involved in that re- information release and what Tyler had to say about it. Uh, so stick around. That's coming up in just a few minutes. But first, I want to thank this week's sponsor, Aqualine Drones. Become a drone pilot. Earn a six-figure salary. Go to flighttothefuture.com. That's flighttothefuture.com to learn more about Aqualine Drones. Thank you, Aqualine Drones, for making this week's episode of the AMA podcast possible. We really appreciate your support. And hey, are you guys ready for a new and improved experience with AMA's virtual junior camp for 2021? Well, I know I am. I'm sure you will be too. Bringing the experience of aeromodeling into your living room and your backyard. For students between the ages of 5 and 13, Junior Camp is the ideal introduction to model aviation. All new activities and demonstrations for this year to help introduce aerodynamics, flight controls, rotary wings, and more, as well as daily interviews with special guest speakers. Supplementary flight packs are available for purchase to ensure you have everything you need to participate. And guess what? Those are only available for a limited time. You have until March the 10th to order your flight pack. So visit amaflightschool.org to register and purchase your flight pack or email the AMA education team at education at modelaircraft.org. We're certainly looking forward to AMA Junior Camp For 2021, again, that is March the 22nd through the 26th, and you have until March 10th to register and order your flight pack. So be sure to get that done quickly so that you don't miss out on it. Well, let's jump right over to our inter- the interview I conducted over this past week with uh, Tyler Dobbs. Again, he's our AMA Government Affairs Director. And uh, this past week, the FAA released information uh, regarding the next steps of implementation for the Recreational Knowledge and Safety Test. This is something we've been talking about for a while. It's something that was mandated by Congress that would have to get implemented, and uh, it's on its way to implementation uh, later this year. And uh, this bit of information really was kind of uh, showing the steps that would need to be taken for organizations that were interested in serving as administrators uh, to go through that process. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to let, uh, Tyler take it away here on the AMA podcast. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to this, uh, breaking news edition of AMA airs very last minute. I hope you guys were, were able to, to tune in live with us, uh, to ask questions and whatnot. And we've got a special guest here on the show, Tyler Dobbs, our government affairs director to talk to us about these, uh, these uh, this breaking news that just came out from the FAA. Tyler, thanks for uh, joining us here on the show. 
Hey, Matt, thanks for having me and thanks for putting this together so quickly. Um, but I know that the the knowledge and safety test is something that's on a lot of members' minds. And so we wanted to come in as quickly as we could and um, take care of any confusion that may be out there and any questions. So um, as you mentioned earlier, not a lot of notice on this one, uh, but the video will be active and people can watch it and maybe get the correct information. Absolutely. And of course, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take you through what we know so far, but uh, for those watching, you know, in the, in the future, if you're watching after we've been live, uh, modelaircraft.org slash gov is the place you'll want to go after you've watched this video to uh, see any current up-to-date information. But let's jump right in, Tyler. Um, like I said, we the, this information just came out about a half an hour ago, I think, is uh, what you said, maybe an hour. Um, so kind of walk us through what we know about uh, the knowledge and safety exam uh, uh requirements, I guess, that are going to be coming in the future. So what we got today was information out of the FAA, and really it was directed towards those organizations that want to be testing administrators. Um, you know, it, it doesn't, I'll, I guess I'll start out by saying this doesn't change what the user does, what the recreational operator does anytime soon, um, at least. This is the next part of the process in regards to the testing requirement that was laid out in October of 2018 when FAA reauthorization took place. Um, Congress told the FAA that they are now required to administer or designate people to administer a knowledge and safety test to recreational users. And since we obviously represent a majority of those rep uh, recreational users or operators, we wanted to, to be at the forefront of that. And we worked with the FAA from day one, um, hosting the very first UAS stakeholder roundtable back in April of 2019. That kind of kicked this testing requirement off. Um, some of the things we were hearing out of the FAA and from others in the industry is that, look, we have part 107 test. Um, that's a 60 question multiple choice test that pulls information pretty much directly from uh, the manned aviation test. Let's start with that as a basis. And we said, hold on, guys, we have a lot of newcomers that uh, pick up this hobby every day and we don't want to deter them with a test like that. Uh, so we started working with others in the industry and the FAA, as I mentioned, and was able to, to advocate and get that test reduced um, to where now it's going to be a much less high of a hurdle to cross. Um, we call it a test. I would tend to call it more training in all honesty. If you sit down and go through the process, you will pass this with 100%. Um, it's multiple choice. It, it does lead you in the right or in the direction to get the, the correct answer um, in the test. Uh, the administrators, as, as listeners or watchers, may go through some of the requirements to administer this test. Um, those that administer it can't make changes to the questions or some of the FAA content, but we are able to add our additional content if we'd like. Um, so we'll be able to customize that, you know, to different users. One of the big things that we fought for from the very beginning was um, that, you know, AMA didn't want an additional fee associated with this test. We already have FAA registration. We're going to soon have remote ID, which uh, if you're flying at a fixed flying site, maybe isn't going to be an additional cost, but if you have to have a broadcast module, it will. Um, <clears throat> 
we didn't want groups to come in and say, okay, we're going to administer a test and it's, we're going to charge a hundred dollars to take this test. Uh, we didn't want to see those types of things. So um, that was probably one of the largest things we advocated for. And in the requirement, uh, if you want to give this test to a recreational user, you have to be able to provide it for free. So that's certainly good news. Um, it's not a, a lot of burdens to overcome. We're just, as you mentioned, this has only been out 20 or 30 minutes. So we're just going through uh, the document now, but it looks like uh, it's about 15 pages. It goes over what the data storage requirements are, how you're going to, to secure privacy information regarding how the users uh, need to take the test and, and how long to store that data and so forth. Um, so we're going through those types of in, that, uh, information right now, and we'll be updating our members as soon as possible. Um, we have an outline right now on our blogs, and I think we post it to social media, and members will likely see an email uh, probably within an hour or two, given some more details. Um, but just want to stress that, you know, we we know this is going to be a new requirement that everybody will need to do probably sometime in 2021 is when this will be rolled out. Um, but don't panic. Uh, we've taken the necessary steps to make this as easy as possible for the user. Um, if you sit down to, to start the test and you go through the process, you will pass this test with 100% success rate. So um, no panic there. And AMA will obviously be there to help users through every part of it. Um, if you have any questions or issues logging on, those types of things, we'd be happy to help. And again, I think it's important to emphasize the, the information that came out today uh, doesn't really pertain to the end user. This is going to all going to be about the the uh, the organizations and groups that are going to administer the test. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And and I, what it does do is it shows that um, the FA is still on track to roll this out. You right. know, we we did expect this test, in all honesty, to be out by now. Um, so. We're a little surprised it got hung up as late as it did. Um, for those of you who read the blogs on a regular basis, you've kind of seen that that regular update on the safety and knowledge test. Um, for those of you who didn't, I recommend you visit AMA Gov blogs and, and get those updates. But uh, but regardless, the FA is moving forward with it. We did expect this to be in an advisory circular that's currently or was an OMB, um, which included the recognition for community-based organizations like AMA. Um, the FAA has decided to, to push the knowledge test outside of that advisory circular and move things forward so they could get it out quicker. Um, so I would expect users to continue hearing updates on this testing requirement. Um, while this newest email doesn't pertain to, to anything that really they're, they're concerned with. It's more on the administrative side. Um, they should expect emails in the coming weeks or months regarding their requirement to take this test. Uh, there's a, an interesting question that uh, I'm sure probably quite a few people are going to have in the, in the comments here. Chris Walensky asked if, if I'm part 107 certified, do we still need to take this test? Um, is, is there an answer to that question yet? Yeah, you will. Um, it, if you're a commercial airline pilot, I've said in the past, if you're an astronaut, you have to take the test. Congress wrote the requirement in a way that said, if you're flying recreationally, you must be able to provide proof of passage of a knowledge and safety test for a recreational user. I didn't give any path for an exemption to that. Uh, so if you're a part 107, if you're a commercial airline pilot, um, you have to take that test. There's no age requirement or restriction either. So, um, you know, parents can obviously help their, their child take the test um, or, or, you know, any 
supervising adult should be able to help, but no age requirement like what we see with FAA registration. Um, at least that's what's been discussed so far, unless the FAA changes that somewhere down the road. Very good. Well, guys, uh, obviously this is still fresh information. We've got a lot of reading to do to, to make sure we've got all the information that we have and can pass it on to you. We wanted to let you guys know that this is something that came out today and get you guys as much information as we have now. Um, Tyler, is there anything else you want to share with uh, the viewers before we take off? Yeah, I'll respond to Douglas Hart. Um, 250 grams, no, you will still have to take the test. Um, 250 grams is the threshold that exempts you from FAA registration and will exempt you from remote ID. But regardless of weight, all weighted unmanned aircraft have to follow all other rules besides FAA registration and soon FAA remote ID. Um, but following CBO guidelines, taking the safety and knowledge test, all of those things will be a requirement regardless of weight of aircraft. All right. Well, that does it, I think, for this uh, breaking news edition of AMA Air. Tyler, thank you for uh, taking a couple minutes out of your day to come in and uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on. Uh, of course, if you guys want to stay up to date with any of this information, modelaircraft.org slash gov is the place to go. That's the government blog uh, for the AMA Government Affairs team. Uh, we, they update that thing pretty pretty regularly, so be sure to check that out as often as you can. And, of course, as we learn information, we will be bringing it to you here, uh, whether it be on AMA Air Proper or in these breaking news editions of the show as well. So, uh, Tyler, thank you so much for coming on and uh, sharing what you know. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Well, and I want to thank you guys for listening this week to the AMA podcast. I also want to thank this week's sponsor, Aqualine Drones. Become a drone pilot, earn a six-figure salary. Go to flighttothefuture.com. That's flighttothefuture.com to learn more about Aqualine Drones, this week's sponsor of the AMA podcast. And hey, if you haven't subscribed yet, we'd love it if you do so. We're on all the major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. And of course, you can listen right from your browser at modelaircraft.org slash podcast, where we release brand new episodes every single Monday. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a single one. And hey, if you listen through Apple Podcasts, we'd love it if you leave a comment there, rate us. That'll help us move up and possibly be featured on one of their main pages and help us spread the word about model aviation to as many folks as possible. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for us, drop us an email at podcast at modelaircraft.org. I get all of those messages in my email inbox, and I love reading every single one, so keep those coming. And of course, if you're not already a member of the AMA, head over to modelaircraft.org. See what the AMA could do for you. We'd love to see you out of one of our flying fields very soon. And if you're already a member of the AMA, thank you so much for your support. And with that, for everybody here at the AMA, thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll be right here next week on the AMA Podcast.